Hi, and welcome to That's Myrony Podcast. My name's Alicia Myronic, and I am your host and creator of this fun new concept. But first, what exactly is Myrony? Well, Myrony, or my irony, are those crazy coincidences that happen in life that you just can't explain. It's also another word for sign or synchronicity. We've all experienced these throughout our lives. But what if you started paying closer attention to your myronies? What if you started connecting the dots, or as I like to say, follow the spiritual breadcrumbs that could have an impact so big that it changes your life forever, not to mention the lives of others. Now that's myrony. Hi everyone, thanks for joining me on That's Myrony Podcast. So today I've decided to dive deeper into my story, which includes my greater spiritual connection to how I discovered Myrony. In past episodes, I've referenced listening to my amazing friends and fellow podcasters, Shanna and Mandy of Sense of Soul, which I still highly recommend all of their shows. So if you do wanna check out that interview, it came out on February 22nd, 2021. However, this episode, since it is coming out one day before the 17th anniversary of my dad's passing, I have decided to share my full, myronic, and crazy story. So let's jump in. First, to get the backstory, if you haven't listened to episode one, Discover Myrony and Your Inner Superpower, I highly recommend listening to that first because it will tie together with this one so much better. Since I'm going to start with how I connected to my dad's energy after he passed and what has resulted from that over the years since. So after my life absolutely fell apart when my then husband left me for that other woman, just as we were coming up on our one year anniversary of getting married, I started searching for answers anywhere I could possibly find them since I truly felt like I was now living in a parallel universe that than what my life was supposed to be. It felt like somehow I jumped a track and this crazy train I was on was running next to the life I should have been living. Why I say this is because I still had to see my now ex every single day since we owned our restaurant together. What was even worse was I had to pretend to be the happy wife for those that did not know the drama that was actually going on in my life. I have said at the time, I felt like I was living a soap opera, but if it was recorded back then, it would have been made an awesome reality TV series, except we wouldn't need the producers to initiate any additional drama because believe me, there was plenty. So how I connected in this greater spiritual way was deep down, I felt there was something more than what I could explain. This was probably my gift of claircognizance or the gift of knowing kicking in that I didn't know anything about. I kept asking myself, how could all the signs I was shown over the years, including meeting my husband at the restaurant we now owned, to our first date when he ended up giving me a CD that ended up having our wedding song, which later on a trip to Vegas, he wrote out all the lyrics with the additional message. Can you imagine dancing to this on our wedding day? Which finally happened when we got married in less than a week in the hospital I was born in, so my dad could be there two years later. I couldn't believe my great luck of finding the dress of my dreams after putting the first one on, along with the last pair of shoes in the bridal store that I also loved that happened to be in my size. Then the greatest sign was the day before our wedding, it was torrential downpour. So 
But the next day was one of the most beautiful days I ever witnessed without any reminder of that insane storm the day before. And then my dad passed away around the time we got married one week before. I didn't mention this in the first episode, but the afternoon my dad passed, I remember being buckled in the car, about to head to the hospital when I was pulled to go back inside the house to grab the CD with the song In My Daughter's Eyes by Martina McBride, which I ended up playing for him and then he passed soon after. I will get back to the power of this a little bit later because this song has shown up so many times and is one of the myronies I have been given over the years that always seem to show up whenever I feel lost. And I know it's my dad telling me everything's gonna be okay. The divine timing of everything and how it seemed to be so perfect less than a year before for it to all fall apart the way it had absolutely destroyed me. I also didn't mention this in the first episode, but the woman my ex left me for ended up also lying about having cancer and going through chemotherapy when all she had was a hernia. This is what messed with my head the worst because how could he leave me for someone who could lie about something like that? Especially since that is how my dad died and was also there with my family when my father took his last breath. This level of betrayal was too great to bear and definitely messed with my psyche. So I did what I think most would do and tried to find any kind of answer that made sense. And the direction I turned to was speaking to a psychic. Through my sessions, I felt guided to buy one of the many psychic tools, which was a pendulum. Now, for those that do not know what that is, you basically can get answers to yes and no questions dependent upon the way it is swinging. If you wanna try it for yourself, you can use anything that is weighted at the bottom. So you can even try with a necklace that has a heavy enough pendant. Then you ask a question that you know is true and see which way it swings. Then you ask one that you know is false. This is what determines your yes and no response. This is also known as dowsing and has been used for centuries. However, all I know is that when I got my pendulum, I could feel an incredible unexpected energy that ran throughout my arm that was incredibly accurate in whatever I was asking. What was even crazier is I had a friend come over right as I started asking questions, which he saw through my window. So of course he was curious and was like, what are you doing? So I told him what it was and he and he should try it. But when he did, the pendulum did not move even the slightest, which I was like, huh, that's crazy. Because when I would pick it up, it would spin almost out of control. I found out later that not everyone can tap into this, but I highly recommend trying it if you're curious to see if you are one of the people that can. My friend not being able to make the pendulum move always stuck in the back of my mind because what transpired from, from me after my asking my first yes and no questions was the catalyst to changing my view on life forever and also discovering my rings. Eventually, through the questions I started asking about my dad, and then felt like somehow I was actually talking to him, which when I asked that specific question, dad, is this you? The pendulum spun almost out of control. This is when I first discovered I had mediumship abilities. Now I have to go back and share another part of this story because this is a very important piece. When my ex first left me, my mom who had been married to my dad for almost 43 years when he had passed, dropped the bomb like no other. She told me, 
he's doing exactly what your dad did five years into our marriage. Which I was like, wait, what? My dad was a pilot and apparently there was this woman my dad met on one of his flights years before they had kids. And at one point, my dad told my mom he had fallen in love with this other woman. So my mom, completely devastated, left and went back to her parents. Soon after, my dad flew across the country to get her back because he realized he had made a horrible mistake, begged my mom to forgive him, and eventually they were able to work through everything so well that when I was born many years later, I remember how my dad seemed to only have eyes for my mom, never knowing the scandal had happened in the first place. I know pilots have a horrible reputation of being unfaithful. So when my dad told me the fiasco of one of his a friend's retirement flights, I never would have imagined he at one point did the same thing. I know you're probably wondering, what was the scandal with his pilot friend? I, of course, I'm not gonna leave you wondering what that story was, so here you go. In the past, when a pilot retires, they get to fly to almost anywhere they want and the immediate family usually joins. They usually have a big dinner the night before, so the flight attendant this pilot was apparently with drank too much and told the pilot's wife about the affair. So on the flight home, the wife tells him they're getting divorced. And all I remember was my dad saying that guy was such an idiot in doing that. Now, for those listening and saying, I can never go back to someone who cheated on me, I highly recommend reading the book Only Love is Real by Dr. Brian Weiss. As you know, I beyond highly recommend his books. But this book in particular explains our different soulmate relationships, which when you know you have a good one, maybe you will choose to fight for it which is what my mom and dad chose to be together until the end. And I also tried to do with my ex, since if my parents could work through it, then I could too, or at least thought I could. So what ensued is I would get encouragement to not give up from my dad, which I believe I was given this when some really dark days hit and all I wanted to do was kill myself. I'm currently writing a book about all of this, so not giving all the details now. But what I do want to say is at times, I believe I was being told certain things to just keep me alive, even though they were not necessarily true. The reason I share this message is this will soon connect to my mother also discovering she had mediumship abilities. So at some point, I finally tell my mom, that I think I've connected to dad's energy. Now at this point, I had also connected other friends past loved ones. And the messages received were very accurate. So I was confident in what I was sharing with my mom. But when I told her, she was definitely skeptical. Even though she lived several hours from me, I kept asking yes and no questions that we did, uh, that we did get the correct response. But then she threw me a curveball. She said, Alicia, if this is truly your dad, I want you to tell me the first letter of the name the woman he left me for. I will not tell you her actual name, but I will let you guess the first letter, and then I will believe this is your dad. So I accepted the challenge, and I originally got the letter F, which she said no. Now, I was trying to do this while I was also on the phone with her. So I asked my mom to give me a few minutes so I could concentrate to get the actual letter. So we hung up, and I remember saying, Dad, if this really is you, please tell me what is the letter, because this is your one chance to prove to mom and I got the strongest confirmation. I remember asking, you sure this is it? You sure? And it was the most powerful yes. So I called my mom and told her, which she then gasped saying, yes, that is it. Which you, you have to think 
that it is a two out of 26 chance of getting right. And from that moment on, both of our lives changed forever yet again. During this time, my mom actually said she could feel my dad's presence and even hear him at times. But the most amazing thing happened when she decided to write my dad a letter to just get her feelings out. Apparently, when they were younger, my mom would write to my dad and leave a letter in his kit bag for him to discover later while he was away on a flight. What I loved is when my dad was dying, he told me where all those letters were, while my mom also saved all the cards my dad gave her. Now, when my mom wrote this letter, she never expected any sort of answer. But one day, when we were together, she told me she needed to show me something. And that is when I witnessed one of the most shocking things I could imagine. When my mom would write a question, an answer would come back in my dad's handwriting. And I could tell she was not doing it because it would first start off in this very frenetic back and forth scribble to then have this answer come out in a way you could tell she was not controlling it. Besides being in awe as to what I just saw right in front of my eyes, my second question was, could I do that also? The answer came back yes, but said it would take some practice. So for a couple of months, I would try and feel this energy build up without anything happening. And then this one day, the pen started moving almost on its own. It was unbelievable. And of course, I asked myself, am I making this up in my head? But the more I discovered about this other ability, apparently known as auto writing, it was more about the messages received that I knew without a doubt I was not making it up. Now, you can take all of this with a grain of salt. But as I've said in the last couple of episodes, even though I cannot explain what happened, I also cannot deny it. So I'm just sharing what happened and you can come up with your own conclusions. One of the things my mom and I would do is ask the same questions and sure enough, we would get very similar answers. The funniest thing that would happen on a regular basis, my dad would write, have to go and greet someone. Now, whether this was true or not, in Dr. Michael Newton's book, Journey of Souls, he talks about how we are greeted by our loved ones after we pass, which is truly a beautiful notion. But I learned about this from my dad way before I ever read that book. But the day that I knew I truly was not making any of this up in my head is when I was given a response that shook me to the core. One day, and I think the year was either 2006 or maybe 2007. At this point, I had a feeling my dad wanted to tell me something. So I took out my notebook and pen and asked him, dad, is there something you want to tell me? And out of the blue, he wrote, Alicia, you need to believe in the Holy Family. Now, I cannot even express how shocked I was when I read that statement, because at this time, I was a total universe girl. I never felt comfortable using the word God, let alone Jesus, because I felt it was connected to religious dogma. But when your deceased father drops a bomb like that, I don't know about you, but I paid attention. I was brought up Catholic, so I asked if Catholicism the answer. I could not imagine that being the only truth, which he then wrote, no, it's like Taoism with the Holy Family. I have to admit, that beyond confused me. What the heck does that mean? Our existence is like Taoism with the Holy Family. Now, I believe the Holy Family is everyone who's doing God's work, which includes maybe embracing different beliefs and other holy texts besides just the Bible and seeing where it fits best in this divine puzzle we call life. But at that time, my focus definitely shifted, so started to reconnect to not necessarily Catholicism, but God and Jesus, 
by not putting him in the spiritual box known as religion. Why I prefer to not be connected to a specific religion is I always thought if I was born in another part of the world, that is what I would believe. So how can I say this one way of thinking, which in my case was Catholicism, was the only way? So when my dad gave me that message, it went along with what I already felt by including reincarnation, because as I've said so many times in this podcast, the concept of living and dying one time does not make any sense as to the disparity in this world. And also, what is the point to only experience life once, where our only choice for eternity is heaven or hell? Again, if this is what you believe, that is totally fine. But for me, the message my dad gave me that day was permission for the first time to also connect to God and Jesus in the Bible that I was familiar with without having to only have that one way of looking at it. So I, of course, tell my mom what happened. And then we started having even crazier things happen, which we experienced together. It all started when I got the message I was meant to win the lottery because my restaurant was in dire straits and I had lost hundreds of thousands of dollars, which also put my mom in a bad financial position since she was the one who on more than one occasion tried to help the restaurant's financial situation by personally loaning her money after she was guided to do so through the writings my dad gave her. The first time she helped, she had the divine irony of the song In My Daughter's Eyes by Martina McBride come on the radio as she was driving to the bank. Now, why this was such a powerful sign is what I shared earlier, because this was the song my dad wanted to dedicate to me at my wedding. And I also played for him right before he passed away, which I only had because I intuitively was guided to grab the CD right before leaving for the hospital not knowing in a few hours my dad was going to die. If you want to hear the deeper story of how ironic this song playing at that moment for my mom and why it was such a powerful sign, I share the full story in episode five, which goes into greater detail how my wedding happened in less than a week and how this song was also divinely given through a friend of the family to later share with my dad, who then decided this was his song to me even though up until then, neither him, my mom, or I had ever heard it before. So when this message of winning came out, I felt this miracle would truly give us a clean slate from our debt and seemed like the answer to our prayers because it was the only way the restaurant would not go under. Now, besides getting this message, my mom then started receiving lottery numbers in her writing, which she never played the lottery in the past. So how is she getting these numbers? So I, of course, started playing what she got. And even though we never ended up winning the lottery, we experienced something else that I truly could not explain, but I'm gonna do my best to do so now. One day, my mom was trying to receive a new set of numbers to play and this darker force that seemed very angry seemed to be stopping her in some way. I was also able to tap into whatever or like whomever this was, because we were later given this information. His name was Jacob, and when I asked where he was, he told me he was in hell. He was from the 1800s and was an alcoholic who had terrible anger issues, so bad that he killed someone in a bar fight. Now, at this time, I had read Dr. Brian Weiss's book, so I didn't really believe in a hell, per se. But again, I have some spirit from the 1800s telling my mom and I this is where he is. So yes, either she and I are absolutely insane, we are somehow being given insight to something greater. I then asked him, what is 
tell light when he wrote, I am alone in the dark with only my thoughts, which I was like, oh, wow, that would be hell. Think of solitary confinement. People go crazy being in isolation like that. So I asked further, well, what can we do to get you out of hell? Which she gave me definitely one of the most surprising answers. Jacob told my mom and I we needed to say 1,000 our fathers to have him released. I then thought, wow, isn't that a beautiful thought? We can maybe release the souls that have been damned by just praying for them. So my mom and I accepted the task and we started praying. And let me tell you, that is a lot of prayers to say, especially for someone who was a universe girl just recently. Finally, we ended up getting to the asked for 1,000 prayers. And sure enough, he somehow was released. The difference in energy was so incredible. And all I can remember is how grateful Jacob was. Now, again, I know what I'm sharing seems too unbelievable, but again, for me, it happened, so I cannot deny it. And it's up to you as to what you choose to believe or not believe. Since I'm going to be telling my Myronic spiritual story in two parts, next week, I will share why I believe my mom and I had this experience with Jacob, because it connects to channeled messages received years later, which I will share after I finish telling you my beyond crazy spiritual story. So at this point, I'm going to wrap up part one and just want to add, I originally wanted to dedicate this to my dad since when this came out on August 28, 2021, it will be the day before his passing 17 years earlier on August 29th. But I also now want to dedicate this to my friend Tanya, who on August 21st at the age of only 48 lost her battle to leukemia. It is tragedies like this that make us ask, why do we go through what we do? I still don't know why, except I personally accept the fact our higher selves choose the lessons we want to learn in life, but it still breaks my heart every time I hear we have lost another beautiful light in this world, which Tanya definitely was and is loved and missed by so many. Also, for all of you who have lost loved ones, I am sorry for the pain you have felt, but I do want to share from my past of losing both my parents at a fairly young age. Whenever I receive a myrony from them, it always reminds me they are always with me. So pay attention to the myronies your loved ones may be sharing with you. And if you do receive an incredible sign and want to share your story on social media, make sure to add hashtag that's myrony because I would love to see it. Or if it is so incredible, you want to share your story on the podcast, please DM me or go to that'smyrony.com where you can also connect with me. Thanks so much for joining me today. And like I said, next time, I will share part two of my crazy Myronic spiritual journey, which if you thought what I shared today was unbelievable, wait until you hear what is coming up next. Because if it wasn't for the fact it happened to me, it would be hard for me to believe also. See you next time. Thank you all for joining me on That's Myrony Podcast. I hope you enjoyed the Myronic stories shared today and possibly got you to connect to the Myronies in your own life. As you listen to this podcast, you'll start catching signs that are so subtle, but can have the biggest impact on your life. So pay attention to that inner voice and watch the Myronies appear in your life, just like the guest in my next episode. And please connect with me on Instagram, Facebook, and that's myrony.com where you can share your unbelievable Myronies. 
Also, if you enjoyed what you heard and can take a moment to like, comment, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcasting platform, it would mean so much because that is how others are able to find this podcast. Finally, please also tell your friends and family about Myrony because wouldn't it be fun to see people share their Myronies on social media in addition to their selfies? And remember, if something happens that makes you say, well, that's ironic, it's not ironic at all. It's Myronic. Now that's Myrony. See you next time.